Good morning. It is Thursday, October 1st, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. This podcast understands the reality of what our lives often look like. From the second our heads leave the pillow to the second our eyes close at night, we are go, 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 and it is hard to establish any sort of discipline or habit. So the Commuter Devotional exists to help you form a habit of engaging God each day in scripture and prayer. Each of our episodes aim to be between seven and 10 minutes and is structured in such a way as to leave each of us with something to meditate on for the rest of the day from Scripture. So let's do that now. I will read our passage, pray, and then we will dive right into it. This is Daniel chapter 1, verses 8 through 16. But Daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the king's food and with the wine that he drank. Therefore he asked the chief of the eunuchs to allow him not to defile himself. And God gave Daniel favor and compassion in the sight of the chief of the eunuchs. And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king, who assigned your food and your drink. For why should he see that you are in worse condition than the youths who are of your own age? So you would endanger my head with the king. Then Daniel said to the steward whom the chief of the eunuchs had assigned over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Test your servants for ten days. Let us be given vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance and the appearance of the youths who eat the king's food be observed by you, and deal with your servants according to what you see. So he listened to them in this matter, and tested them for ten days. At the end of ten days it was seen that they were in better appearance and fatter in flesh than all the youths who ate the king's food. So the steward took away their food and the wine, They were to drink and gave them vegetables. Let's pray together. Lord in heaven, we are filled with gratefulness when we think about what you have done for us. Lord, help us to never forget not just your common grace given to us, but the grace given to us in Jesus' death on the cross. Each day, remind us of your love and of your sacrifice. Lord, as your word comes to us this morning by way of Daniel, help us to see clearly and give us clarity of thought in order to know you more. Amen. I really like this story in our passage today from Daniel. Remember yesterday I explained a little bit about what exile is. It is abuse in every sort of way possible, emotional, physical, spiritual, and whatever else you can conceptualize abuse as. This is what exile is. And so after Daniel and his three friends are taken into exile, we see in our passage today that Daniel refuses to be abused by the king and the king's chief eunuch. The king gives him portions of food that conflict with Jewish dietary habits. Daniel and his friends refuse. Notice in verse 11 that it says, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Asariah. These are their Jewish names, not their given Babylonian names. Daniel and his friends are refusing to let themselves be defiled by the Babylonians and their oppression. The book of Daniel is a book about the sovereignty of God. We must keep reminding ourselves of this. And in our passage today, we see that in Daniel's stand against this oppression, it isn't just Daniel and his friends' lives at stake, 
but the overseer who is also putting his life on the line. But there's more than just conviction. Daniel has wisdom to show the overseer that the God of Israel is in control, that the God of Israel is sovereign over all things. And so he comes up with this clever test. He will follow his diet, and the other men can follow the king's diet. And whoever by appearance looks better after ten days, well, this will prove the trustworthiness of the test. Of course, Daniel and his friends pass the test by what is likely supernatural means, and they are allowed to maintain their dignity and purity. As we go today, let's consider Daniel and his friends. Today is the first day that we really get to see what sort of metal they are forged from. These are men of convictions. They came to Babylon with these convictions formed deep within them, and they propel them in their decision-making and in their worldview. They will not allow the Babylonians to defile them, not their identity and not their worldview. So let's consider our convictions. Can we articulate them well enough so that we can take such clear stands against impurity like Daniel and his friends did? Have we thought through our worldview and the actions that flow from some sort of convictions or perspective? Daniel and his friends were rooted in Jewish law and scriptures. They are what gave clarity to their dietary restrictions. So also, should we be when forming and articulating our worldview? Let me close us in prayer. Our God and our Father. Lord, sometimes we read these books in the Old Testament and it's difficult to see how they relate to our lives. But not this one. Not this story today. God, Daniel and his friends were men of conviction, their worldview formed by the scriptures. And when they were told to do something that they knew wasn't right, they stood up for it, knowing not just that what was better for them was what came from your law, but knowing what was best for them was right for them because you are sovereign over them. And even put to the test, against the king of this powerful nation of Babylon. It was really no test at all. Daniel was confident that because his worldview was rooted in the scriptures and that he would not defile himself, that the test would end in his favor. God, help us to be a people who by your word form our perspective, our convictions, our worldview, out of which flow our actions and our thoughts, our responses to whatever the world will throw at us. And when something is clearly, clearly wrong and stands contrary to our worldview that is formed and rooted in Scripture, God, give us the clarity and the boldness to take a stand just like Daniel and his friends did, knowing that what's good for them is right because of you, ruling and lording over their lives. God, as we go today, keep this precious reminder on the forefront of our minds. We pray these things in the name of the Father, and in the Son, and in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.